Hi James, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Working at Careers. How have you been keeping over the past couple of weeks with the pandemic? Hi Vanessa, um, yeah, been fantastic, thanks. Um, we, we, we've had a very, very, very strong year to be honest and the last few months have probably been our, our most busiest so I'm very grateful and thankful for our continued expansion this year. And have you been working from home or have you been in the office? Um, we've been doing a bit of both, to be honest. Um, like, for example, like right now, I'm in my, my home office. But earlier this morning, I was in our Lisbon office. Um, and as with the other guys as well, some of them are coming in. Some of them are working from home. To be honest, because of the kind of business we have, um, remote working has never been an issue anyway. So this model of kind of hybrid in between really suits us and we've always really done it anyway so it's not really affected us much to be honest. Today I would love to chat to you about your journey towards starting your own business Vindicta Digital and your recent new venture which is Scooters as well it's amazing. Yeah of course yeah cool let's go for it. I started my first business when I was 17 so I left school with very, very shit A-levels. I kind of fall into that whole cliche entrepreneur thing where wasn't really interested in school, to be honest. Although I enjoyed my time in school when I was younger. Like, um, I played football for Northern Ireland schoolboys. I represented a lot of athletics things. And, like, that was that was really all I heard about in school, to be honest, was sports and and um achieving things in that in that sense didn't really care too much about subjects I didn't have a major interest in but was extremely passionate about things that I did care about which at the time was sports which led me to launch my first business at 17 which was the online fitness business where I learned myself a bit of basic code built a website and um, started selling fitness plans written by qualified personal trainers who I contracted in. I think we the business was called Fitness Plan Boutique and we, I ran that for a while, done okay, got a bit of money, but realized that I needed more experience. So I then went and worked for a multitude of companies. One being, first of all, was sort of in, in a sales environment. Then I worked for a Google Premier partner uh, as, a, as a marketing consultant. And following that, I got headhunted by a existing digital marketing company that were already established. Went in there as business development. Very quickly, within a year, became a sales director with profit share in the company. This was at the age of sort of 21, 22. And then I left um, I, think, I believe I was just about to turn 23. I left and launched Vindicta and started the groundwork from there. Did you gain any qualifications in marketing or was it just based on experience and online learning? I do not believe that anyone needs qualifications for anything. To be completely honest with you, we have 16 people in our team. And the reason why they work for me or work with me rather the reason why they're part of our team is because they're super passionate about what they do. We have had people come into our office with qualifications on a page that filled the page and had absolutely no charisma, no passion or no drive. And they were simply just told no. So I've always sort of embodied that the, the best skills that you can learn are on the job. And I, yes, I've done qualifications with Google. Yes, I've studied digital marketing with the likes of Google and different other organizations. And I also done a degree in psychology for Open University, but that was more 
because I was interested in it. It was nothing to do with needing qualifications for anything. I mean, at the end of the day, you don't need any kind of qualifications to start a company or, or business. And the vast majority of the, the top players in the world, the likes of Richard Branson and many other entrepreneurs could hardly read and write when they started their companies. So I definitely feel that passion um, and ambition completely overweighs anything academic. Now, there is obviously situations, for example, developers need to know different languages for coding, things like that. But I, again, I have found the best ones are the ones that are self-taught, passionate, driven, and have been, you know, spending their, their, their entire time learning it, not necessarily completing a, a course and just getting a piece of paper, you know. I agree. I feel that when you're studying a course or a degree, it's because you are passionate on the subject and you really love it. I feel that because of this, you will be more determined to climb the career ladder rather than just looking at it as a yeah, job. Absolutely. What is it that you guys actually do at Vindicta Digital? So with Vindicta, we are a full service digital marketing company. We we specialize in search engine optimization, Google ads, um, and social media, along with remarketing and web development as well. In 2020, we've generated over 40 million in revenue for our clients. In 2019, we generated 18.5. And in 2021, we will most definitely surpass 40 million in revenue for our clients. And we, we do this by em employing really strong digital marketing campaigns that are mixed up with a strategy of search engine, um, Google ads, display, remarketing campaigns. And effectively, our job is to work with businesses to deliver them revenue online. Also, from a creative perspective, designing and developing really nice websites and apps. And uh, I suppose it's our job is to position our clients as dominant in their industry. And that that's what we specialize in the most. We we have this ethos within our business that we most certainly do not try and compete with anybody. We want to totally dominate our sector. And when we take on a client, that's what we try to attain for them as well. When you were building your startup, how did you find getting off the ground, building your team and also building up your clientele? I mean, it just, you know, it's like anything. You have to start somewhere. And when I started the business, I... You know, I was only 23 and I, I think I had like 300, 400 quid in my bank account. I didn't have anything. Um, I'm from a working class background that didn't have, you know, parents that I could you know, ask for money or get a loan or anything. So for me at the very, very start, it was, you know, I suppose you could say if you were to look at it on a sheet, there was probably a ton of reasons why it wouldn't go right more than why it would. So realistically, at the start, I had about a month to make it work. I moved back home. I, I literally spent 16-hour days trying to attain a client to start the ball rolling with the business, and it worked. So yes, I suppose there, as a startup, it, it really is all about just pure hustle at the start. Uh, you have to expect those 16-hour days. It's, it's impossible to create anything without actually putting in the work. It's so important for a startup to be resilient and to just have the mentality of let's go for it. There's so many people who are put off in starting their own business or by starting their side hustle as there's always the worry mm -hmm. of there's not enough money, what if no one will buy the product, what if it doesn't go well. But I think it's important that you put those fears behind you and just, just do it. 
Yeah, no, totally. And, and you know, to be honest with you, in, in my head, it, it didn't matter what position I was in at that time. I was going to make it work. And I think that, that that's the most important thing. I think Henry Ford said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And I, I totally agree with that. I think the biggest roadblock to anybody within any sort of industry or anything that they're trying to do, even if they are an employee or if they're starting their own business, it's just belief and self-belief. And a lot of people lack that. And I feel like that's what holds people back the most. No, for sure. And see for anyone right now who is considering having a startup or who is maybe kind of hamming and hamming and isn't sure, what advice would you have for them? Um, I think I think it's just really important to remember why you want to do it and to focus on that. You know, it was very evident since I was very young that I wanted to have my own business. I wanted to have something that I could have control over, that I could develop and that I could build into an empire, which is what I'm doing now. And I think that it's having that belief in yourself that, you know, you can do that and, and not you know, thinking of yourself as just an ordinary person or thinking of yourself as, oh, who am I to do that? Because anything's achievable if you set your mind to it. And I think that when you do make these big statements, you know, I, I can remember telling people that I was going to build a business and I was going to do this and going to do that. And when you make these statements, people will kind of look at you as if you have two heads and they might even poke fun at you or say things or whatever. But it's being resilient and, and not letting that affect you. You know, if I had have let that affect me whenever I started the business, I wouldn't be anywhere right now. And, you know, like th- this week, I just bought my dream car and already are it. I am in a really good financial position. I've been able to buy my mom a car. I've been able to look after people. I've been able to help people. And that's that's what happens whenever you you, you create a success of something and you become you know, comfortable and confident in what you're doing. And that just takes total self-belief. And if, if you listen to the people that sort of are negative, the complainers, the people that are going to judge you for trying to achieve what you want to achieve, then you'll never go anywhere. So it's just about avoiding those people and ignoring what they say. I think that's really important for students and graduates now, because unfortunately we do live in a world where everything is kind of based on social media and people may be nervous to start a blog or start even like start their own business there's always like the thought of I'm nervous what people are going to think of me or I'm nervous people are going to laugh at me but you just kind of have to forget about that and just say if I want to do this I'm just going to do it yeah absolutely you know like I don't know if, I'm, if I can swear on this but fuck them you know they see, 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 see people like that they but they're not going to go anywhere and imagine you know Elon Musk, Henry Ford, um, you know, Richard Branson, and any any of the guys that have been you know, dominant in their sectors and made things happen, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, all of these people that are really the elite of the of business, if if they had have let let people's opinion stop them or slow them down in the early days, we wouldn't have Facebook, we wouldn't have Amazon, we wouldn't have Tesla. So it's it's I think it's just about realizing that and remembering that. If you genuinely believe that you're going to create something that's great, just make sure you stay focused on that and don't listen to anybody else. I think that's great advice, James. You are now starting another business called eProGuide. So can you tell me a wee bit more about that as well? Um, so it, it, I suppose that was just born from the the massive demand in Europe for electric scooters and the fact that they're absolutely everywhere in Europe. The UK and Ireland is a, is a growth market for it right now. And um, I have other people involved in ePro Glide that 
know the industry and um, logistically understand it. So it was a very natural business for us to start. And, you know, it's it's been fantastic so far. And again, you know, started this company in the middle of a global pandemic, started it whenever everybody else was looking at the negatives and complaining. We seen opportunity. We launched the business. It's already turned over six figures in its first full month of trading, which is incredible. And it has really already sort of established itself as a very high growth business. So that's exciting. Um, but it also proves a point that, again, doesn't matter if, if what's going on externally, if there is a global pandemic or whatever, it's what you choose to do. You can choose to complain and moan and feel sorry for yourself, or you can push the limits and look for opportunities and create something. I think you definitely came in the right time. Commuters aren't wanting to get buses now, and I think a lot of people can't afford cars. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of weeks before the, the pandemic started, the UK said that scooters can actually go on the road now. Like, they're, they're seen as motor vehicles, so you can actually, like, go on the road instead of having to go on, like, cycle paths and footpaths and everything too. So it's a brilliant time to start it. Yeah, so at the moment in, in mainland UK, they're trialling electric scooters in different cities. Um, and they're, they're also um, trialling them, um, I believe, in Ireland. and may be wrong, but I know that in early 21, Ireland, they're totally legalising them for use. And the UK will hopefully follow suit. So, I mean, we're already doing six figures and they're still technically illegal to use on pavements, which is, you know, incredible to think about once they are legalised what size of business is ePro going to become. And I, I totally believe it's going to be absolutely huge. So it's a really exciting time. That's really exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how you're going to progress with that over the next couple of months. Just to finish up, for anyone who is considering a career in marketing, what advice would you have for them? There may be people who've done a degree and want to go forward with that or people in school who are a bit confused, so just based on your own experience. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I definitely think if you want a career in marketing, firstly, you have to establish what do you actually want to do in marketing because there is a hell of a lot of different tiers and different things that you can do. Um, once you know what you want to do, I believe that you should begin studying people already successful within that field, looking at what they do, looking at how they strategize, looking at what they, they do every day, looking at what sort of portfolios and case studies they're coming out with or what their company is doing. Because as I said before, there is a certain level of information that you can you can learn, you can put it on tick boxes, you can put it on a certificate, but there is nothing more effective than learning from somebody who is actually in it daily, grinding at it. And I think that that's such an important thing. And maybe that's where academically, I think some people fall down because you know we, we have had people come into our office to do like work experience or internships or whatever they're called. And they haven't even really known how to set up like a Facebook pixel or how to run a remarketing campaign effectively or how to set up a you know Google Tag Manager, something like that, which is essential in digital marketing. And I think it's important to remember that we are moving into a totally digitized realm here. You know, businesses are being forced to go online. There's There's no longer the argument of, oh, well, we can get business offline. It really, you know, this whole COVID thing has really kicked it into touch that digital is such an essential element. So I, I definitely feel if you're leaving university with a marketing degree, forget about thinking that's enough. You need to be learning at home. You need to be 
approaching people like myself or companies like ours that can can you know provide potentially work experience opportunities or even just following them on social media and seeing what they're doing and what type of content they're producing I think will majorly help. I think that's really great advice for anyone who is interested in marketing and I wish that I knew some of that advice when I started out in my marketing career as well. James thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast and I can't wait to see how everything is going to go throughout 2021. Yeah not, not, not a problem at all Vanessa it's been great to be on. Great, James. Thank you and best of luck. Bye. All right. Cheers. Thanks.